0: Is Under the Lights with Preston Bostein. Welcome Under the Lights, I'm Preston Bostain. It's Wednesday, January 31st, and in two more days we find out whether we get six more weeks of winter, or is spring going to come early? Honestly, this is, if this is even considered a holiday. I think it's absolutely idiotic uh, doing some research. Thank you, Wikipedia. Um, It's actually from uh, the Germans. The Germans actually gave it to us, even though, ironically, they do not celebrate. It's just the United States and Canada. Um, So it deprives from the Pennsylvania Dutch superstition that if a groundhog emerging from its burrow on this day sees a shadow due to clear weather, it will retreat to its den and winter will persist for six more weeks. And if he does not, due to cloudiness, spring season will arrive early. Well, you know, it's been it's been really cold. And you know where else it's cold? It's really cold in Detroit right now. And do you know where it's not cold? Los Angeles. Blake Griffin received probably the worst news he's ever received in his life uh, Monday night when he found out that he's getting uh, traded from LA's sixth best franchise to the Detroit Pistons. And you're probably wondering what franchises might be ahead of the Clippers in, in L.A. Well, you obviously know the Lakers are the number one. Second's the Dodgers. Third is the Rams. Fourth is the L.A. Galaxy. And fifth is the Kings. And I just want to say for all the, all of you that disagree with the Galaxy being the fourth best team, go learn your uh, soccer, you uncultured swines. You could even agree that the Angels are a better franchise. Wait. No, actually, I would say the Angels are a better franchise. Oh, and please, if you disagree, feel free to bring it on. I'd be happy to explain the reasons why I think the Clippers are the sixth best franchise in Los Angeles. So Griffin is being forced to leave Detroit, and that sucks for Blake. He has to leave sunny California for cold Detroit. But I think the Clippers had a really smart idea when they did this. The, Clip, uh, the Griffin and the Clippers agreed on a five-year, $171 million contract this offseason. And just to kind of break it down for you, it's an average of $34.2 a year. Honestly, one of the worst contracts in the history of the NBA. Um, Blake is having a terrible year. Obviously, whenever he was producing, he had Chris Paul obviously feeding the ball, and now there's really not much going on uh, with the Clippers. You do have... Obviously, DeAndre Jordan, and you have Lou, Lou Williams, who was obviously the number one. And it had just been, it's been an off year for Blake. Um, but they were able to get rid of that awful contract to the Pistons. And it seems like the Pistons are trying to beat another Pelicans. Adding Griffin will obviously make the uh, front court very strong with Andre Drummond, who's averaging, I believe, like 20 points and 12 rebounds a game. Um, but their back court isn't that great for the Pistons. Um, So the Clippers who have already won the trade by getting rid of that awful contract of Griffin's, they acquire Tobias Harris, Avery Bradley. All right. Let me, let me see if I can get this right. Boban Marjanovic. I hope I got that right. And a first and second round draft pick. The Clippers won the trade. Let's be honest when they got Harris. All right. It's trivia time. Where did Tobias Harris go to college? I'll give you three seconds to yell it just so I can't hear you and everyone around you will. Yeah, well you got it wrong. It was Tennessee. Tennessee is where Tobias went to college. Uh he was unfortunately a one and done for the Vols. I guarantee he would have killed it. Uh but with Harris's upside, Bradley shooting, and Babon's height, dude's like seven two. He's a weird looking dude, but he is tall. Uh, the Clippers, without that, and plus the two draft picks, the Clippers probably just helped establish a team that'll be a decent. Uh, it'll be it'll be a decent on the re-bu- rebuilding process. I can say there might be one thing um, to help Blake Griffin out, and he is now competing in the East, which is obviously a very very weak uh, conference compared to the West. So there's a good possibility, obviously, uh, actually though, he probably will make playoffs. I uh, don't know how much it will help the Pistons out, obviously, because our team sucks, but uh, it will help him get into playoffs a little bit. I can guarantee that Blake Griffin will help them win more games than without him. So for Blake, I guess, I don't know if it's a positive being in the cold, uh, but he will get into playoffs. Don't know how far he'll go, but at least he'll be there. Yeah. Now to get a little off topic, I just want to do like a shout out of the week every week now. Obviously, that's my podcast continues to grow. I'm going to be adding more things, maybe getting rid of some things. Uh, so we'll see how it goes but I, I believe I'm gonna add like a shout out of the week or something along the lines of that so my shout out of the week is 50 cents now if you have not heard this story it's gonna blow your mind obviously uh 50 cent went bankrupt I don't know it was a couple years ago maybe even uh last year I'm not sure when he did but however he went bankrupt uh it was all over the news well I don't know if he has an inside source or if he just 50 cent and, and is really smart. So what he did was he made a secret album and he actually only sold it to Bitcoin users. Uh, he sold it for, I believe it was like 700 uh, Bitcoins in total. Well, guess how much 700 Bitcoin coins now were when he sold it? $8 million. Uh, so 50 cent now has $8 million in his pocket, including this movie that he just did. I believe that's out in theaters now. So you go 50 cent. Let me give another shout out. Shout out to uh, Luis Gallon. He's actually in the military. Uh, he lives in California, but he's doing his own thing. Uh, he actually started the podcast as well. Obviously, his is probably more outspoken than mine. He has started before me. Plus, the man's hilarious. If you ever get to listen to his podcast, so feel free uh, to go ahead and and uh, follow my boy. It's on Instagram. It's uh, the Luigi Podcast. And for all of you who don't know how to spell, it's T H E L U I G. P-O-D-C-A-S-T. That's the Louis G Podcast. Make sure you uh, tune in. I believe he does one like every week or so. And he uh, just basically about everything in general. So sports, life, music, um, everything that he has on his mind. This man has an imagination. Um, so make sure that you uh, just at least peep it for a minute or whatever. So and then uh, it'll, he'll continue to grow on you. Uh, shout to Louis. I know he's going to do big things with this podcast. Now back to some sports. It's always a sad, sad day whenever you see a legend, of maybe like your favorite uh, sports team or even the actual, your favorite sport in general. Well, it's a kind of a sad day in the NHL as Yarmir Yager, the legend, the man, the myth, the legend, the mullet has officially been released and he's no longer in the NHL. He got reassigned um, to play in the Czech League and Czech Republic earlier uh, yesterday Uh, And this man, I mean, he's a legend. Not only is his his mullet pretty much puts him on legendary status, he ends his NHL career being one of the best ever play. Obviously, he will never beat Gretzky, uh, but he ranks third all-time in goals, fifth in assists, second in points, and third in games played. Uh, He does have a league MVP. Uh, He's a five-time scoring champion. Uh, He's won two two, uh, Stanley Cups with the Pittsburgh Penguins. And he was a threat on the power play. However, he had out of his 766 goals, 538 came in even strength. So five on five, or possibly even four on four. I didn't even mention the man's 45 years old, and he's still out there grinding and playing. Uh, Just in, he's in 22 games this year. He's only scored seven points. So obviously, um, he's getting, he's decreasing with age. However, um, he will always be a legend, and I guarantee probably in like two or three years, he will probably be inducted into the NHL uh, Hall of Fame. Best wishes to you, Yamir Yager. You're a legend. You will always be uh, remembered for the mullets uh, primarily, but you will also be remembered for the great player that you were. Uh, so thank you, Yamir, for all the all the memories that you will uh, leave, not only me, but every other NHL fan. Well, the Titans dug on, did it. They went ahead and signed their offensive and defensive coordinator this week. Thanks to Mike Vrabel, the Titans have signed Matt LaFleur. Uh, that's an offensive coordinator. Uh, last year, he worked with the Los Angeles Rams to lead their the NFC into the playoffs. And the year prior to that, he was coaching with the Atlanta Falcons. And obviously, they went to the Super Bowl. And on the defensive side, they hired 68-year-old veteran Dean Pease. He uh, previously worked with the Baltimore Ravens as a defensive coordinator from 2012 to 2017 uh, before announcing his retirement. And obviously, um, that retirement was short-lived as he is now the Titans defensive coordinator. Uh, the reason, the uh, I believe the the relationship uh, from Vrabel to Pease, uh, Pease was actually a part of the New England Patriots coaching staff from 2004 to through 2009. And Mike Vrabel was actually on the defensive side for the New England Patriots. I'm not sure how long he played there, but Mike Vrabel was a legend uh, for the New England Patriots as he did play linebacker. Uh, so that's where the connection was. And to be honest with you, with the offensive coordinator, I was a little thrown off when I initially heard the news uh, that Matt LaFleur was going to the Titans. I was like, why is he leaving the Rams when they're... Obviously, they're they're getting hot. Jared Goff, uh, the receiving core is not the greatest in the world. However, with Goff, they were pretty stupendous this past year. And then, obviously, Gurley, arguably top three running back, maybe four running backs in the league. And so, initially, you're like, why is... He leaving the team well from what I found out actually head coach Sean McVay was the main one calling on the plays so Matt LaFleur didn't even really get to call the plays uh, so that's the main reason why I believe that LaFleur wanted to um, come here to the Titans uh, ironically Titans actually uh, interviewed LaFleur for the head coaching position Vrabel ended up getting it and luckily enough uh, LaFleur was still interested in the Titans and so now he's taking on the same position as offensive coordinator and I guess I'll go ahead and make my prediction for the Super Bowl beans at this podcast will obviously uh, be before the Super Bowl, and I probably won't make one until after the game. Unfortunately, I do think the Patriots will win it. I would like to see the Eagles win it. Uh, but if I was a gambling slash betting man, I would go to the Patriots. And I want to say it'll be a rather close game. I do think it'll be somewhat high-scored. Excuse me. It'll be probably between, eh, like, the 20s. I believe the final score will be the Patriots 28, the Eagles 24. Make sure to sit back and relax on this Sunday as it is Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, Drink all the beer you can drink. Eat all the greasy food you can eat. Enjoy the commercials. Enjoy the halftime show. Enjoy the hopefully will be a good game. And uh, listen to me next week as we'll know by then whether we get six weeks more of winter or if it'll be spring. So with that being said, thank you for listening to my podcast. Grace and peace out. We began the podcast with a song by Audio Binger called Pre-Game warm and we end the podcast with a song called A Moment by Scott Gratton.